So without God, we can do nothing. The Bible says that the just shall live by faith. So for us to be able to succeed in our families, we definitely have to do that work by faith. And we'll be looking at faith for a willing family today. And I'm believing God and I'm trusting God that as we become willing families and as we apply our faith, God will definitely show up on our behalf in the name of Jesus. Amen. Now, what is faith? We might want to ask. Faith, you would agree with me, is a living force. As in, we know what a force is. For instance, this pulpit, if I push it, it will move. Likewise is faith. So faith is alive. You know, we know the characteristics of a living thing. We say a living thing can, um, it can move, it can actually re- respirate. You know, all those characteristics, Mr. Niger D, movement, respiration, reproduction, you know, all those things that we say living things can do. So faith also is a living thing. Why do we say that? Because there are measures of faith. That means our faith can grow. So we say faith is a living force that we can actually get from the living word. You agree with me that God's word is a living word. And faith in simple language is believing God. When we believe God, we trust him that what he has said about us in his word will definitely come to pass. In the times in which we live today, there are so many things to believe God for. To be alive and to be in divine health, we need to believe God. To actually succeed in the works of our hands, we need to also believe God. I said faith is believing God. And I believe that as we go through God's word today, God will open our eyes to actually see that when we trust him with all our hearts and when we obey what his word has said, he will step into our situation. And once God steps in, he changes everything and it brings about a living testimony. So faith is a living force that is drawn from the living word of God to do what? To produce living proofs. And living proofs are signs and wonders. Living proofs are testimonies. So when we believe God, when we have faith in the promises he has given us in his word, it brings about testimonies. And for us, we will see those testimonies in our families in Jesus' name. I don't know how many of us might be here that might be trusting God for certain things. It might just be only you that knows those things you are trusting God for. But once you believe God and you believe his word, and you believe his ability, that means you believe that God can do it, you will find out that your faith mixed with your trust in God's word will bring about that testimony and we will rejoice in the name of Jesus. In the book of Mark chapter 9, verse 23, it says, Jesus said unto him, he says, if thou canst only believe, he says, all things are possible to him that believeth. 
So what is that thing that looks like a big mountain before you? We've heard so many testimonies this evening. The last testifier, we might think that is an inanimate thing, preach. But there is nothing you commit into the hands of God that he cannot do. Because he says, for with God, nothing is impossible. But by the time your faith and your belief in God comes into play, you actually will see God manifesting on your behalf. And at the end of the day, our mommy had a testimony. She said he's applying the spiritual. Yes, the spiritual, over, it overrules everything in the physical. So when you tackle this in prayers, believing God, you see the manifestation in the physical on the earth. And that's exactly what we have seen in all the testimonies that we saw today. <laughs> testimonies of healing. Our sister gave the testimony of how, yes, we are doing it the medical way. But when God told her, there's a way you should also do it the God's way. She kicked in prayer and believing God and God sorted it out. So the same with us. That issue or that matter that you think, does God really know about it? Or do I even really need to talk about it to God? That's the more reason why you need to present it to God. Because once you present it to God in faith, believing God, and He steps in, He turns that situation around and gives us a testimony. Praise the Lord. Luke chapter 1 verse 45, where it says that, And blessed is she that believeth. That's blessed is she that had faith. It says that, For she shall, there shall be a performance of those things that she has believed. Same likewise for us today. We become blessed when we believe God about that particular situation. Nobody might know what that situation is. It might be a health challenge. It might be a child that you need God to step into that matter concerning. It might be your work. It might be something that nobody knows. But he says that believe God and you will see the performance of God's grace in that particular situation. And at the end of the day, you will have a testimony in Jesus' name. What has God told you? What have you read as a promise in God's word? What has the scripture told you about that condition in your family? What has the word of God said about that thing? Has God said that it shall be well? If God's word has said it shall be well, then it shall be well. Once you trust in God and once you put your heart in the, the place of um, believing God and having faith. And that becomes a testimony for us in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So we're going to take a long read of Hebrews chapter 11. You know, it's faith we're talking about. So we're going to look at that um, scripture where it talks about so many people that actually applied faith and they saw God manifest on their behalf in different ways. Hebrews chapter 11. So we'll take it from verse 1. I'd like you to follow me as I read. And as we read, allow the Spirit of God actually minister to you from that scripture. So it says, from verse 1, 
He says, now, faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence of things not seen. He said, for by it, the elders obtained a good report. He says, true faith, we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. So that the things which are seen were not made of the things which do appear. Verse 4, by faith, Abel offered unto God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous, God testifying of his gift, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found because God had translated him, for before his translation he had this testimony that he pleased God. Verse 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. By faith, Noah being warned of God, of things not seen, as yet moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, by the which he condemned the world and became heir of righteousness, which is by faith. Verse 8, by faith Abraham, when he was called to go out into a place which he should after receive for an inheritance, he obeyed and he went out. And he says that he not knowing whither he went. By faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country, dwelling in tabernacles with Isaac and Jacob, the heirs with him of the same promise. For he looked for a city which hath foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Through faith also, Sarah herself received strength to conceive seed and was delivered of a child when she was past age because she judged him faithful who had promised. We'll stop at verse 11. We'll see this hall of faith where so many patriarchs and matriarchs in the olden days. It says that faith, it says faith is the substance of things hoped for. You know, when you believe God for certain things, you are believing God and believing the words that he has said. You might not see it, but believing in the word of God will actually produce the results and the miracle that you will see. So many of the testimonies we see in this scripture vividly show us the validity. That means the power that faith has to actually turn things around for us. For us to have guaranteed victory, for us to also have guaranteed divine health, for us to have guaranteed um, provisions in the area of our finances, for us to even have the access to be able to live the heaven kind of life here on the earth, we have to be able to apply faith to it. Because when we look at it, you know, we trust God and we believe him for what he has said. And trusting God is not just like um, having head knowledge of what the Bible has said, but truly believing what God has said about us. And when we step into that realm and that area of trust in God's word, we begin to see that it begins to change our situations. It begins to change our conditions. We hear so many testimonies that people give and they say, 
I believed God. I trusted God. God's word was, it came alive in my heart. The situation looked like nothing was going to work. But by the time I believed what God's word said, I began to see a change. I began to see it turn around. And I believe God that for us, as we begin to apply our faith in the word of God, we will begin to see testimonies and results that when people see those miracles, it will draw them into the kingdom of God in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Can we open to um, Ezekiel chapter 37? Well, it's a story that we all know about the valley of dry bones. I don't know what um, situation or condition we might be going through. You know, everybody has a story. As in, when you sit down with people, people have different faces and people have their different problems. By the time you look into the hearts of everyone here, everyone might have one particular issue, different from what you are thinking about and trusting God for, for him to step in. It might be a dry situation. It might be a it might be something that might look like a valley of dry bones, like we're going to read in Hebrew, um, Ezekiel chapter 37 now. It might even look like a hopeless situation that we don't even know where the solution is going to come from. But because we have a God with whom there is no impossibility, a God that can do all things, he says that God can do all things. And he also says in the word of God that he will do exceedingly abundantly above what we might even ask or think that is the god that we serve and that is the god that is our father and we believe god that in spite of those dry situations god will step in and he will bring about a change and that change will come by reason of his words that would come upon that situation so in the book of ezekiel 37 i'll just read from verse 1 to 6 and then we'll see the power of of yes believing what god has said and also seeing how the words that we speak in faith when they come upon situations those situations come back to life and we begin to see a testimony he says the hand of the lord was upon me and he carried me out in the spirit of the lord and set me down in the midst of the valley which was full of bones i don't know what situations look like dry bones in our lives this evening God's word is coming. And once God's word breathes upon it, it will bring life in the name of Jesus. He says, and cause me to pass by them round about. And he says, and behold, there were many in the open valley. And lo, they were very dry. And he said unto me, son of man, can these bones live? Maybe you are asking yourself or you are asking in your heart. Your heart is troubled. They are saying, God, can you do this thing? Can this situation change? Can I have a testimony? That's the same thing that was happening here. He was asking, that can these bones live? Then he said, I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. Verse 4, he says, again he said unto me, prophesy upon these bones and say unto them, O ye dry bones, hear the word of the Lord. Today we are going to be speaking. And our speaking will be speaking in faith when we begin to pray. We'll be praying and we'll be speaking in faith, prophesying over those matters 
And as we begin to prophesy over them, they begin to turn around in our favor in the name of Jesus. Then verse 5 says, Thus saith the Lord God unto these bones, Behold, I will cause breath to enter into you, and ye shall live. And I will lay sinews upon them, and will bring upon flesh upon you, and cover you with skin, and put breath in you, and ye shall live, and ye shall know that I am the Lord. Verse 7 said, So I prophesied as I was commanded. God is commanding us today. We are going to speak to those situations and they shall come back to life in Jesus' name. There was a noise and behold a shaking and the bones came together, bone to his bones. Praise the Lord. If we read down in that scripture, we will see that there there was a result. Something happened. Bones began to lock in. Bones began to find themselves as in by reason of the word that came out. The word of God. So what has God said about your finance? What has God said about your family? What has God said about your children? In Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18, he says that, Behold, I and the children that the Lord has given me. He says, We shall be for signs and for wonders. In other words, you, should, you, you, you cannot have ordinary children. When they go to their schools, they are extraordinary. They excel in all their ways. When people see them, they see them to favor them. When they, they come in contact with our children, our children will bring people to Christ. Because of the life they live in the house and they are influenced by God, they carry that same life to school. And people are able to see that God is in the life of this child. So that's one area. What is God saying about your finances? Philippians 4.19 says that he will supply my needs according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. That is God's promise to us for our finances. Is it inability to do our work? Philippians 4.19 says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. These are scriptures that when you lay hold of them, these are the promises of God to us. You lay hold of it and you begin to see it turn things around in your life, in your family, in your business, in your work, in the things you do. Such that when people see you, they will know that this one is a child of God. And God is working in that person's favor. I believe God that as we begin to speak what God has said about us. He will begin to turn around things in our favor. And we are not just speaking empty words. We are speaking faith-filled words. In other words, we are speaking words that we believe based on what God's word has said. Because God's word is God himself. In John, he says that in the beginning was the word. And the word was with God. And the word was God. So God's word is God. So when you are speaking God's word, you are speaking God into that situation. And there is nowhere God comes into that remains the same. He will turn that situation around in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. So for us to actually have faith in God and for us to be able to assess different things that God has promised us, we need to believe God's word about us. What has God said about you? And as you begin to believe God, as we begin to trust God, as we begin to look at that situation with the eye of faith, we begin to see God manifest on our behalf in Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. 
So with faith, we can actually access righteousness. With faith, we can access divine nature. We remember the scripture in Mark 9.23 that talks about that if we believe that all things are possible. In, in Mark 10.27, it also talks about the fact that for with God, there is nothing impossible. You know, you say to this mountain, be thou removed. Be thou cast into the sea. But we're not just saying it empty words. We're saying it believing and trusting God. Because God has said this, I believe it. And because I believe it, it is confirmed and it shall come to pass in the name of Jesus. We're going to spend time praying this evening. And we're going to spend time proclaiming and declaring God's word about us over different situations. And I believe God because, you know, when, where, where there is faith, there is power. And where there is power, it changes things. It actually turns things around. And for us, things will begin to turn around in the name of Jesus. And we will begin to have more testimonies of the doing of the Lord and of the manifestation of his power and of his glory upon our lives and upon our families in the name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. Faith also guarantees victory. Can we open to 1 John chapter 5, verse 4? 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. That's actually the victory that faith also guarantees us. 1 John chapter 5, verse 4. If anyone sees it, please can you read? I'm there already, but I want someone in the congregation to read. For whatsoever is born of God, overcoming the world. Praise this God. is the victory that overcoming the world, even our faith. Praise God. Thank you, sir. So it says, For whatsoever is born of God, <laughs> overcometh the world. And I believe, God, that we are born of God. Once you have given your life to Christ and you are born again and you have been redeemed, you are born of God. It says, whatsoever or whosoever is born of God, overcometh the world. I said, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. So that tells us the, the importance and how important it is for us to actually have faith in God's word. Because with faith in place, we would overcome so many things. If we open to Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. If you are there, you can read. Ephesians chapter 6, verse 16. This also talks about um, how important faith is. Because with faith, we are also able to quench all fiery darts. If you are there, please read. Anybody there? Not with eye service, as men, as men but as servants of Christ. No, ma'am. That's not the passage. 6.16. Okay. Yes, ma'am. In addition to all this, take up the seed of faith, yes. with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Thank you, sir. Please, what version is that? NIV. NIV. Please, can you read it again? In addition to all this, Take off the seed of faith, with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. Hallelujah. He says, in addition to all this, King James says, above all. So NIV says, in addition to all this. Take it again, sir. In addition to all this, take off the seed of faith. Take off the shield of faith. With which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. With which you can extinguish. We know what fire extinguisher is. It says, with which we can extinguish all the flaming arrows 
of the evil one. KJV says, above all. That means above everything. Taking the shield of faith. Where we, ye shall be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked. So when faith is in place, it also guarantees our victory. As in once faith is in place, you become a touch knot. Once your faith in God is in place, it puts you in the realm of God. Because you now begin to behave like God. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When faith is also in place, it also grants us the grace and the ability to walk in total health. If we remember the story of the woman with the issue of blood in Luke chapter 8, I'm sure it's a story we, we are all familiar with. The woman that in the natural sense, she was not supposed to be in that particular place. But the Bible says that she said in her heart, it was only how she had seen all kinds of things with medical doctors. But it says that she is like she proposed in her heart that she would just touch the helm of his garment. And that touch was a different touch. It was a touch of faith. Because everybody was rubbing and touching Jesus. The disciples said, Master, how can you say everybody is thronging you? Everybody is touching you. How can you say somebody touched you? Her touch was a different touch. She touched God with a touch of faith. And immediately, the Bible says, immediately the blood stanched. Immediately the blood stopped. So she touched God with faith. And as a result of that, she got a miracle. So what are you touching God with today? In other words, everything in your heart should be panting after God for that particular issue. I don't know what that issue is. I don't know what that situation is in your family. I don't know what that thing is that you are trusting God for. Is it a loved one that is ill? Is it somebody that you know that this issue, it can only be God that can sort it out? Whatever it is, if we come to God in faith, trusting God, holding on to his word, holding on to that promise that he has given us, believing him that because he has said in his word that by his stripes I am healed, healing comes into place. Hallelujah. So like that woman with the issue of blood, when we begin to pray today, in your heart, just hold on to God's word and believe God that because your word has said this about me in this particular matter, like this woman that came all out trusting God, I'm holding on to the helm of your garment, Jesus, today. And I'm seeing a result and a testimony in the name of Jesus. And I believe, God, that we would have testimonies as a result of our encounter in this place today. In Jesus' name. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. With faith, we can also um, enjoy and have access to um, divine presence. You know, faith also generates the heaven on earth kind of experience. In other words, there are some things that we should not be experiencing as children of God. There are some things that we should not be experiencing because we are in the kingdom of God. But if peradventure we are seeing the things that are contrary to what God's word has said about us, as we begin to pray this evening, we believe God that those things will be taken care of 
and we would have a testimony in the name of Jesus. I'm going to round up with Psalm 46. And it's, it's a scripture we began to enter into at the prayer tower where it talks about the rivers of God. Please, let's open to Psalm 46. Let's open to Psalm 46. We're going to spend time praying. And I believe God that as we pray, we will see results in the name of Jesus. We'll start from verse 1. And please just follow me and allow the Holy Spirit minister to you as we actually jump into the scripture. God is our refuge and strength. A very present help in trouble. I don't know what trouble we are in. Therefore, will not we fear, though the earth be removed, and though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters therefore roar, there might be some things roaring in our lives right now, and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Verse 4, please take note. There is a river, the streams whereof shall make glad the city of God, the holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. God is in the midst of her. She shall not be moved. God shall help her and write early. The hidden raged, the kingdoms were moved. He uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. What desolations he had made in the earth. He maketh us to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow and cutteth the spear in sunder. He burneth the chariot in fire. He says, be still and know that I am God. God is telling somebody today. I'll be exalted among the hidden. I'll be exalted in the, in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Hallelujah. Verse 4 is the scripture that we are really going to dwell on. It says that there is a river. The streams thereof shall make glad the city of God. The holy place of the tabernacles of the Most High. When we began using this scripture, when it opened up during the prayer tower at the beginning of this month, it was so clear that for us to actually walk in the things that God has said about us, this river, this stream, which is God, is the only source that would really give us the, the respite and the answers that we need from all life's troubles. Hallelujah. Amen. So God is the source of our help. God is the answer to every question. God is the solution to every problem. And I believe God that as we begin to walk in the light of this, we'll begin to experience God in a new way. Let's begin to pray. Let's rise up. Let's begin to just bless the name of the Lord. Let's begin to ask God. Before we begin to pray, I like if we know you are not born again, as in, let's settle that first before we go into prayers. If you know you are not born again and you have not given your life to Christ and you know that you want Jesus to come into your heart today, can I just see your hands up? If you are not born again, if you are not saved, 
if you've not given your heart to Christ, if you want to invite Jesus into your life, can I just see your hands up? There is nothing to be ashamed of. The Bible says that for one soul that comes into the kingdom of God, there is great rejoicing in heaven. Okay, so I assume that we are all saved. So let's begin to pray. Let's open our mouths and begin to commit our lives into God's hands, our families. There are issues and there are areas of our lives that we are trusting God for interventions. There are areas that we know that it can only be God that will solve this matter, that will solve this issue. That unless God steps in, there can be no solution. Let's open our mouth and commit these things into the hands of God. That as we believe God, as we believe His word, as we believe Him, that He will step into our matters. Let's ask that God will come into our midst. And you know that matter, you know that situation, you know that issue, you know that condition, you know that thing that you are trusting God for. The Bible says, for with God there is nothing that is impossible. It says that with God all things are possible, but that if we believe, those things will come to pass. Let's speak to those mountains. Let's speak to those issues. Let's speak to those things. Those things that we know that only God can solve. Let's bring it before the table of the Lord this evening. Let's ask God to take charge. Let's ask him to breathe upon it. The same way he gave life to those dry bones. That God will give life to those situations. Connect yourself to the streams of God's word. Connect yourself to the streams of life. That because God has said that he will sort you out and he will sort you out right early. God is in your midst. Let him take charge of that condition. Let him take charge of that situation. Begin to speak and prophesy over that matter. That because you believe in God's word. That he will change the situation. Is it a child that is giving you problems? Is it a spouse that you need to be born again? Is it you have the works of your hands? Is it the thing that you do in your place of work? Is it the salvation of somebody? Bring it before God this evening and ask him to take absolute control. Ask him to take charge. Believing in your heart, in faith, that God will step in and that he steps in he will change that situation he will bring a miracle out of that hopeless condition Father, we thank you. Look, we give you praise. We thank you, Lord. We worship you.
prayed. In Jesus' name we have prayed. And this is the confidence that we have. That when we call upon him, he has answered. And testimony shall begin to roll in. In the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you. We bless your name. Be thou exalted. Testimonies are coming forth. Father, we thank you because your word, O God, has gone swiftly. And it begins to change situations. Father, we thank you. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah.